0: Nose of wax every Tuesday. Nose of wax, here we go, yeah.
1: Hi there, my name is Ducky LaRonge. I'm from Australia, now based in Berlin for about two years. I'm a performance artist working mostly with drag, puppetry, and comedy, uh, which turns out to be quite an interesting combination. Uh, And a lot of fun as well so actually I have a couple of really exciting shows coming up on the 31st of May I'll be launching my first ever solo show it's called girls 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 it's like a sexy cabaret with tons of different dancers and singers and beautiful women and a very handsome host called Richard P. Dick Van Johnson uh, all played by myself. So it will be a one-woman uh, full-length show. Runs for just under an hour, and it's total madness. It combines all of my areas of interest. So you will have drag. Uh, drag King is the host of the show. It's highly comedic. The whole thing will be very funny, and I use puppets a lot. All different kinds of puppets. People often ask me what sorts. I use hand puppets and object theatre. I use body puppetry and a few other surprises in there for you as well. Uh, you kind of have to see it to believe it. It uh, it's, tends to surprise people. So that's really exciting. It's going to be part of the Performing Arts Festival Berlin, which is a very prestigious free scene festival. It happens around many, many venues in the city for just under a week. There's so many shows uh, and wonderful events It's a really cool thing to be a part of, so I'm very excited to be in it for the first time. And I'll be performing at a beautiful venue called Vine Salon, which has a very extensive uh, wine list, naturally, and also a very pretty uh, and cozy performance space in their back room. So very, very much looking forward to that. That will be at uh, 10 p.m., but come a little earlier because we will start 10 p.m. sharp. 10pm on Friday the 31st of May. Uh, As if that's not enough, I also have another show I've been producing recently called Clown Slam. The idea is that it's a, a competition for clowns, so it works similar to a poetry slam. Each clown has around seven minutes to perform anything of their choosing, they can do a, a polished piece, they can improvise, they can do a, a sketch, something with music, uh, basically just a funny clown routine where they're expressing their creativity. Then the audience gives them scores. and at the end we have a sort of battle for who will be the clown winner of the evening. It's been extremely successful so far. I'm so happy with how it's been going. I've been hosting the show as various characters. And it's been complete madness. We've had amazing audiences as well. Sometimes also dressed as clowns uh, and very, very involved in the best way possible. So it's quite a, quite a mad and bizarre show. And I can't wait to see what, what sort of chaos will unfold next time. That'll be on Thursday the 6th of June. And we have our biggest lineup ever. I already have nine people confirmed to perform, so it's going to be absolutely huge. And I can tell you now, they're very diverse performers as well. Also quite uh, yeah, quite varied styles and themes, and it should be nothing short of bizarre and hilarious. So that's two very interesting things I've got coming up in the next two weeks. I'm very excited. I hope you will join me there, and I hope you're excited too. It's all very experimental. It's all about being creative and celebrating the creativity we have in this strange city called Berlin. Thank you so much. I'm Ducky Larange. You can find me at www.duckylarange.com. Also the same on Instagram and Facebook. So feel free to say hello. And let me know what you think. And I hope to see you soon. Cheers.
0: So I actually interviewed Duckie Orange a couple of months ago before she started her first clown slam. And uh, yeah, so let's recap. Um, yeah, it's interesting, funny. I love Duckie Orange. Yay! Yeah. So um, let's get started. Yeah. So, hello everyone! Oh, it's already recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said, it's already recording. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just find it's more relaxed, because sometimes people get really like, as soon as you turn it on, it's like, ugh, it suddenly gets really dried. I'm so relaxed, I didn't yeah, even notice. <laughs> um, Yeah, so, hey everyone! Hi everyone! <laughs> so I'm with Shani Mufat. Am I saying it right? No. Oh.
1: Um, and also I go by the stage name, Ducky LaRanche. Okay. Um, which is actually a fun thing because, um, I thought it was funny to name myself after this kind of, uh, slightly outdated recipe that was popular in the seventies. Ah,
0: oh, okay. Duck à
1: l'Orange. Ah, okay. And, yeah. uh, housewives that sort of thought they were being a bit classy would yeah. make this sort of French sounding, classy sounding dish. And now it's considered quite out of fashion. Um, so that's why I gave myself this name. So hang on. Do you not want people knowing you're Shawnee? Do you want me to edit that out? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just trying to make an effort to use the name Ducky more. Okay. So it's not like it's a secret. No. Okay, um, I'll leave it in then. Yeah, but for branding purposes, I prefer to just direct Ducky people to Ducky because Ducky's my website, Ducky's my Instagram, Ducky's my Facebook page. So that's yeah. how they can find me. Yes, exactly.
0: Ducky Laurent. Wasn't there like a joke about... Duck a l'orange in Faulty Towers. Um, towers. I haven't towers? seen it. But ah, okay. I should obviously look that up. I think it was uh, the yeah. Uh, do you know the characters at all? No. no. Okay. So basically, the the owner of the uh, restaurant. So it's it's Monty Python cat characters. Yes. Um, and he makes a mistake with the duck. So he goes, oh duck a l'orange." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, right. sure I'm sure there's something about that there. So, uh, that's a nice link, if that does work. Yeah, there's also a cool episode of Heston's
1: Feast, where oh, he okay. tries to do a contemporary duck, a orange. Okay. And he does something really weird, like, okay. injects it with orange somehow, and then explodes the chicken. <laughs> or the duck, Sounds sorry. yummy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the customer the restaurant trying to catch their bit of duck this exploded yeah i
1: think you got rejected in the end because it's not practical so yeah you're spot on there
0: <laughs> well that's funny welcome dear friends to our
1: tale of this eve if you think you might be frightened now would be a good time to leave Our story takes place one chilly, dark night. It was one of those times when things didn't feel quite right. Everyone was in their houses, for there was a bone-numbing chill in the air. The streets all hung empty, like no one had ever been there.
0: And, um, so you, I mainly see you do puppets, but yeah, how... Do you now only do puppetry? Uh, and did, how did you start? Uh, they're two quick questions. Uh,
1: two different questions. Well, I started doing puppetry when I was 19. Okay. Uh, I was involved in a theatre perfo- an immersive theatre performance. Okay. And it had several creative strands, and one of them was puppetry. And they had a different director in for each creative strand. And um, I was quite interested in the, the puppetry stuff. And I got along really well with the, the director, the puppetry director. And after that performance was finished, he invited me to come and work for his company. Oh, so wow. That's how I got started. And I just kept doing it ever since then. Okay. Um, however, it's no, it's not the only thing I do. It's just a kind of a niche that I've found mm. and that I'm quite comfortable in. But yeah, I'm always interested in other art forms, so for sure I'm always experimenting and dabbling in different things. Like for the last two years, I've been trying to learn how to sing, uh, but haven't yet been ready to do that in a performance context, uh, because it takes time to learn a new skill. And I've also just started doing drag as a drag king, and (sighs) I've done a tiny bit of acting in a sort of formal acting sense. I love to draw. I used to paint. I don't anymore because okay. I don't have time. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm super interested in other art forms. And how did you get involved with the theatre at 19? Uh, well, it was a youth theatre, so okay. it was targeted towards young people. And I guess I was always interested in drama Drama okay. in high school. <laughs> and I did drama classes. Yeah. Uh, and I was in plays when I was yeah. a kid. But when you leave school... Uh, they don't offer really drama classes for, or I mean, not widely anyway in Sydney where I lived. They don't offer drama classes for young adults. Once okay, you've yeah. left school, it's more yeah. like acting classes for yeah. people who want to become actors. Yeah, but there's not a lot of multidisciplinary theatre theatre making uh, opportunities for at a sort of non-professional lower level. Okay. Um, so it was super cool that I found this art center that was doing a project that was very contemporary, that was multidisciplinary, that was performer led, uh, performance creation. It wasn't like, oh, here's a Shakespeare script and you're going to learn that and we'll (laughs) give you some pointers on how to be more believable as an actor. Um, so yeah, it was really up my alley and I was lucky to find that. Yeah. And cool. they're still going, and oh, cool. I'm still loosely involved oh, yeah. How with so? this theatre in Sydney. Uh, I, I know quite a few of the artists that have worked with quite a few of the artists that are now, like we were kids then, okay. that were in my class yeah. then, uh, as young people, and now they work there, so I'm okay. still indirectly kind yeah. of involved and know what they're doing, um, and They've asked me if I go back to Sydney, perhaps I might do some classes there or something. I mean, it's very loose, but yeah. I still have a relationship with them. Do you, Do you think you you might do that? Go I'd love to, to Sydney, uh, not permanently, but okay, perhaps on my next uh, Christmas visit. Ah, I
0: see. So you'd just be like a guest visitor, yeah? Something oh, that's like nice. That. Perhaps, we'll yeah, see. just yeah. go with the flow. But the cool. the relationship is there. Is what I'm saying. That's nice. It's good to keep connections. Um, and so what made you move to Berlin Um, good
1: question Uh, I felt like I had somewhat outgrown Sydney the cultural scene is extremely um, high level I would say like there's really really good people there doing really interesting um, clever stuff and super talented world class artists there But the scene is very small at the end of the day. Okay, yeah. And um, the city itself is not supportive of the scene. So there isn't a lot of cultural infrastructure in the form of uh, performance opportunities, audience development, venues, funding.
0: Okay. Um, That's interesting. I'm interested in actually, now you've up if there actually is a lot of support in Berlin in terms of the actual, like people that run the city or is it just that there is already this culture here I don't know do you know uh yeah for sure the people that
1: run the city are doing the right thing okay like for example it's very difficult for venues to exist in Sydney for various policy and related reasons and I do believe that in Berlin they're sort of actively making it easier for these sorts of things to happen through policy
0: okay that's cool
1: big role in the performance at the end and part of the process is having them involved and engaged with the entire thing. So we've asked them what kind of animals live around here and what sort of creatures they they like and we've come up with a few puppet designs and we're running workshops here at the art studio to teach them how to make their own puppets. This is my practice one. I think the kids are going to love it. We're also doing fish, and turtles, kura kura, and we might also do a snake. It'll be really, really fun, and they'll have so much fun that they'll want to come back and perform with us.
0: Uh, okay, so, uh, and what projects are you doing at the moment? Oh, great question. <laughs> <laughs> All of mine are
1: great questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always have tons of projects because I like being busy and I get easily distracted by things that I think are cool. Um, but coming up in the immediate future, I have a fantastic show with Cameron Moore, who you might know from Smut Slam and we have a show this tuesday and we do it every three months or so it's called sex ed and it's a super fun show it's around the theme of sex education a la what you might have learned in high school but now adapted for adults so we play a bunch of games like polyamory mathematics and what are the mathematics <laughs> of like um, okay spending fair time with each of your partners or um, oh, packing okay. your bag for right, okay. a dirty weekend away, <laughs> etc. Like if you're flying Ryanair, how many dildos can you fit in your bag? For example, um, we also That's have funny. fun storytelling. I um, have adapted some true stories into puppet shows. Okay. And we have interviews each time with a different expert. Okay. Who uh, this time is going to be very exciting. Actually, we have a dominatrix coming in who will talk about sensuality. Uh, related to to tactile sensations okay so the appeal of for example latex okay leather yeah wax and other tactile sensations and she'll be um sharing her expertise that's really cool yeah
0: and that is the day this podcast gets released yes so today tuesday if if you're listening on the day (laughs) yes um yeah that sounds great because um yeah it's interesting with both things you said about like art after school and sex education it does feel like you just left to it and there's so (laughs) many things I've learned like since leaving school that's just what it took me way too long to know this stuff
1: yeah well I always say learn something new every day and in my experience that's more or less true I think there's still a lot of things to know just but
0: some of the stuff is like you wouldn't think to to look it up like I didn't really like until <laughs> until I moved here, I, th- um, <laughs> uh, I didn't think about uh, I didn't think about squirting. I like That's not something you're going to think to look up unless you've heard of it. Exactly. You so, can't look yeah. something up if you've never heard of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's just interesting. To Yeah, it's nice to have. It's
1: just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much to know. Um, and look, I don't
0: consider myself an expert. I just do the puppets, but
1: <laughs> we have a lot of
0: interesting people in. Hey, that's useful because it's <laughs> also important to um, make it not seem like... Because sometimes you see these... Because I've seen the adverts. I've never been able to go, but I do plan to go uh, tonight. Fantastic. Um, and, but yeah, so many things it's like oh, it's for people who know nothing. Like, you'll just go there and it'll be like, did you know women also get pleasure? (laughs) No, in my experience, it's not the kind of people we're getting. Usually
1: they're pretty... Actually, to be honest, a mix. Definitely not people who know nothing, Mm. but a mix of people who are just curious and want to see a fun show and have a fun time. Yeah. Because after all, it is entertainment. Yes. It's It's not really a class. Yeah. Um, it's, it's stories and, and jokes and games. Um, so yeah, it's, it's entertainment, but in my experience, we've had pretty diverse group of people there and definitely quite a lot of people who know quite a lot already. It is Berlin after all.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I have met some who are still surprised (laughs) at how little they know. I'm not sure how, I I sometimes wonder how can you know so little when you live in, in, in a big city? But there's some people manage it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And
1: to, you know, some people also maybe not that interested, which is also fine. It's
0: true. Yes. Um, that like is some people true. know yeah. what they
1: like and they like yeah. it and they're content, uh, which is also fantastic. Yeah, that is true.
0: Um, okay, so um, and how? So yeah, um, explain a bit more about Cameron Moore for people that don't know her. Um <laughs> everybody knows Cameron Moore. Um but
1: for those that may not, uh she's very impressive woman. She's incredibly prolific. She produces so many shows. I think she has around fifteen Smut Slams running around the world in several countries. Uh I should also explain Smut Slam is something of a short non-serious competition for erotic stories. Uh, so just ordinary people get up and uh, tell very short stories, true stories from their lives. Yeah, And it's a kind of a competition in the slam format, but not serious. It's incredibly supportive and wonderful and warm environment. And she's invented this show. And yeah, like I said, there's regular events all around the world uh, in many different cities and she's set them up. She also runs several of them herself. She runs several other shows as well. She has an information uh, discussion seminar style show called Bed X. Uh, she's also got a life drawing slash monologue show called Muse, which is very interesting. Um, and she, she's a playwright. She has also
0: solo theater shows. She's incredibly prolific. Yeah. And very interesting work. That's interesting. I had actually seen Muse, and I didn't realize it was her. So, oh, there you go. And I didn't know she did uh, theatre shows. Um, so, yeah, she. I already thought, wow, she does a lot, and she I'd does even more. more. <laughs> <laughs> bit, I, I knew, she, yeah, I knew she did it in England, the Smutchland, but fifteen countries. Wow, that is oh, okay. fifteen cities
1: in in a few oh, okay. countries. I'm I'm not sure how many exactly. Okay. But, but still. Yeah, yeah, you have to she, ask she, her. She, she should get next time she can speak so, for herself.
0: I, want, I actually did ask her to go on here and it's just hard to get hold of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you know why. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 I already knew that. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. And she did the tragedy. Oh, I yeah, am. Stand-up in. tragedy as yeah, well. Yeah, you were in that last time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Almost <laughs> forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is also a super great innovative concept because in Berlin there's so much... Stand up comedy. Yeah. Uh, But people also really need catharsis sometimes. And there's a reason why the, you know, ancient Greek people had comedy and tragedy because they're two sides of the same coin. So this is an opportunity for
0: stand up tragedy. We had all these artists standing up and being tragic, which is cool. Yeah. And some of it wasn't, some of it, would you call it comedy? I think that's something I have with stand up. I think it's, a very cool um it's a very cool medium to try and do like get up and be like you know it's very raw you get up and make people laugh but sometimes things are funny because you're not expecting to laugh like or you're not sure if you should be laughing and, and that's what I liked about the tragedy night yeah and that's what I mean about it being
1: two sides of the same yeah. coin like they're so closely related yeah making people laugh is as difficult as m- making them cry
0: yeah I would well, say it's, it's hard about to making them right, but you yeah, feel something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, although stand up sometimes it can just be a punchline and it doesn't but yeah, it definitely I mean if you won't remember it unless you feel it, I guess. Yeah, and you won't laugh unless you feel it. Yeah. Because yeah, definitely less likely. How are you finding hosting? Because I see that you're doing more hosting now. Yeah,
1: to be honest, um, I find it way more challenging than performing. First of all, because when you perform, you've got your five minutes or your seven minutes. But when you're hosting, really, you're performing for hours. And that's way more exhausting in terms of energy levels. And you can prepare better for a set but hosting you have to be very reactive you have to be on the ball you have to improvise uh, so it's it's a really good challenge it's way more challenging for me than just preparing a set yeah. Um, so yeah so i'm finding it nice as a artistic exercise you want to continue
0: with it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. good cool cuz you have a very unique style um, i've been really impressed at how i remember Seeing you host and being very impressed at how you dealt with d- difficult uh, um, audience members. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> Especially
1: why it's stimulating because yeah. you, yeah, you can't plan for everything. You don't know what to
0: expect, and you have yeah. to be really reactive. Yeah, I think you, like you got that nice mix like of because it is annoying if something happens and the host doesn't say anything. That's kind of annoying as an audience member. Uh, for me anyway but like you just made a joke out of it so then it's not threatening to to them but it's also acknowledging that it's not okay it's a fine line yeah it's a challenge (laughs) creative challenge yeah um are there any more shows that you think you might be hosting uh
1: yes I will be hosting a show you heard it here first folks it's not announced yet (laughs) um I'm doing a series for three months, April, May, June, a clown slam.
0: Oh, wow. Yep. So I'm going to be hosting a, an open mic for clowns. Okay. And what is the definition of clown? <laughs> it's pretty broad. Okay. I mean, the real definition of a clown is a
1: kind of a reflection, a ridiculous reflection of society. That That is the serious in, definition. Yeah, in its purest <laughs> okay. form. So okay. that can actually take many different costumes and characters.
0: And I'm pretty open to how people want to interpret that. Okay. How are you going like, to... Because you'll have to write like a... You'll have to define what you want what, for performers to come.
1: Yeah, I haven't thought that far ahead. Room. That's why I
0: haven't announced it yet. Well, okay, cool. <laughs> that is... Because uh, someone said uh, to me, oh, you're a clown. I say, like, aren't all comedians clowns? I'm confused. I so, like, if you don't define it, you might just have stand-up people. And I guess some of them aren't going to be what you want as a clown.
1: Yeah, I think I'll just keep it open and okay. see who's interested in the first instance. Yeah. And maybe
0: refine it for the second and yeah. the third one. Hopefully, people will just, like, they'll because they know you, they'll guess what sort of stuff you want. Yeah,
1: or it would be great to have people that I don't know as well. Yeah. There's a, a whole clown community in Berlin that I don't know uh, so well yet. And I
0: hope to get to know very well. That's true. A lot of them, go, there's clown schools and stuff around the city, right? Yes, there sure is. Quite a few. Yeah. And um, there's some really talented people in yeah. there. Cool. And where, do you know where this is going to be? Uh, yes, it's going
1: to be at... A an art complex called Ufa Fabrik in okay. Tempelhof. Okay. A, so, is it like near the station? Um, it's near a station. Okay. <laughs> so, it's near. Well, that's good. <laughs> an U-Bahn
0: station, but I can't remember which. one what it's called? Unfortunately, I'm in the U6 then. If it's Tempelhof, but yeah. I could look it up if you want to edit this. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the show is
1: at a venue called Uffafabrik. It's a super cool place, actually. Highly recommend everyone visits it anyway. Uh, it's kind of a complex with a bar and a bake- bio bakery kind of place in there and several venues. And in summer, they have an open air stage as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's super cool. It's in Tempelhof. And the nearest station, it's on the Uzex, is Ulsteinsrasse. Okay, yep. Yeah. That's not too
0: hard to get to. No, it's super easy. It's two stops um, from Alt Tempelhof. I think I have heard of it before, but yeah, so it's got it's a whole so you can spend like a whole day there. Uh yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's I think nice. there's even a school there. Well, <laughs> are you? I mean, I don't know. Is it for children? Could you have children clowns? Is it open? Ah, uh, we'll have to see what the content is. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe it can be like parents. Uh, supervision and then yeah, it's um, up to the parents.
1: I've performed there before and had kids in the audience before at this yeah. venue. Um, but yeah, without knowing who the performers will be
0: yet I couldn't say if it's suitable for yeah. children. But yeah, maybe. But may, Like I said, if parents, if you tell parents, it's like parents are there and they know exactly. I guess it's up to them. Kids can handle a lot actually. In Berlin, yeah. Yes. i <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was speaking to someone who, like, did some teaching in Berlin schools, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's so hard to, like, you know, scare them. It's like, well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, That's good. Yeah, um, that they, they do see a lot, just on the trains alone. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah so. I think it's an experience that a lot of children have growing up in the city. You yeah. have a certain sort of resilience. My name's Speck. I'm head detective here at Speculum's Privates Detective Agency. I always say, we'll look into it for you. Now, we've got a real special mystery coming up for you, and you don't want to miss this. Let me tell you, it's a mystery so deep and dark, you'll be gushing for more, you'll be lost, you'll be confused, and maybe you'll make some new friends along the way. Hey, if this all sounds very mysterious, well, that's perfect, because it's a mystery, we're going undercover we're going undercover did you grow up in the city uh yeah, i grew up in sydney which is a city but in the south which is not okay very dense
0: so it's not like here no it was okay. more suburban okay Oh well, fair enough i thought you might have some city stories no but do you have some stories <laughs> you got some you suburbia wanted, you stories. <laughs> had a pet chicken you had a pet chicken yeah
1: that's cool her name was Felicity Fuzzball. Oh, wow. And she was a great
0: Did, did you name her the chicken, that? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like something you would call a chicken. <laughs> it sounds like a character of yours. <laughs> yeah. She was very fluffy.
1: Yeah. Uh, she was a Chinese silky, which if you Google this kind of chicken, they're very fluffy. So you'll understand why I call okay. her Felicity Fuzzball.
0: Was it a female chicken? Yes, she laid eggs, so 100%
1: sure she was female.
0: Miss Felicity Fuzzball.
1: Did you have any other pets? Uh, I had a fish which committed suicide. (laughs) Sorry, how (laughs) did the fish
0: (laughs) commit suicide? It was
1: one of the first pets I ever got. And uh, maybe I was six years old or something, and I was given this goldfish in a jar. And then I was very traumatized the next day to find it dead on the rug.
0: Oh, it jumped jumped out. out. But maybe it was trying to, like, I don't know, (laughs) sleep next to you? (laughs) Like, maybe it wasn't committing suicide? (laughs) That's,
1: yeah, nice idea. (laughs) (laughs) It just wanted to snuggle with you. Maybe. Okay. It's not what I believed at the time,
0: unfortunately.
1: I'm over it now, FYI.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had, um... I had a hamster and, um, so it was like first pet and it, um, it was one of these hamsters that never bit and, um, it was lovely, uh, just really cute. And then we got another one that did bite. So, so no one ever like gave it any love. I felt kind of sorry for that one. (laughs) I also had a worm (laughs) named
1: Wormy and I kept it in a plastic takeaway container full of dirt. Wow. And tied a piece of string around the container and then dragged it around down the street because I wanted to take it for walks. That's
0: really cute.
1: Yes, but um, Wormy also had an unfortunate end. Uh, the, one day it rained and the container filled up with water. Oh, no. And Wormy drowned.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, don't give Ducky LaRange pets. <laughs> well, pets die, you know. <laughs> Yeah, not normally by committing (laughs) suicide and drowning. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. How did the chicken die? (laughs) Uh, The chicken didn't die. What happened to the chicken? The the chicken's probably not alive anymore. She went to a farm or something? Oh, okay. So she became chicken nuggets. (laughs) Yeah, something like that.
1: (laughs) My parents told me they took her to a farm when they moved house. So anybody's
0: guess what happened to her. Okay. Did you have any regular pets, like dogs? no okay <laughs> i wasn't allowed a regular pet okay and uh as an adult have you had any pets no uh i had a fish for a while
1: uh Siamese so fighting fish which was pretty cool what hang um, on what does that
0: mean because i just imagine a really angry yeah they
1: they're quite angry Okay. Um so they do fight. That's why they're called fighting fish. So if you put two together they one will kill the other. Okay. Um so I just had one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they're really beautiful. Okay. They're beautiful fish and very easy to look after. Uh but I you know, I don't even remember what happened to that fish now that you come to mention it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember it dying. But I don't remember giving it away either.
0: Oh, no memory. It's
1: probably just so in a cup of water, angry. I had an axolotl what, that what? lived for a long time. It lived for sorry, a what? Eighteen years. An axolotl. What is it? Also that? known
0: as a Mexican walking fish. Okay. Does it walk? Yeah. On legs. Uh huh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they do. It's a fish and it walks on legs. And they're very cute. But how is it a fish if it has legs? Like, I did not think fish have legs. Well, you've never seen a Mexican That's walking true. fish before, obviously. I will, before, I will obviously. be looking it up, and you should too.
1: <laughs> that was 18 years old, so look, not everything dies
0: straight away. Okay. That's cool. Um... <laughs> um. You should make some of these characters, your pets. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Felicity Fuzzball,
1: Wormy the Worm, the unnamed fish that committed suicide, and
0: Axel the Axolotl. Yeah, because you already have Bella, I just remembered you have Bella the dog. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's a great act. Yeah, but that's the dog I never had. Yeah. Well, you sort of did. <laughs> you never saw. You had the never dog saw. I always had. When are you next gonna do that dog piece? So that... Uh
1: it's a good question. I'm not sure. Okay. I, I did it a lot, I did it so much, uh that I don't wanna do it again for a while. Okay. Aww. So I'm gonna save it for a special occasion. Oh.
0: Maybe my birthday. Oh, when's your birthday? November. Okay. <laughs>
1: That's good. Good to book in advance. <laughs> Yay! Better
0: <laughs> the dog. It's a great. You act. can always
1: check out my website. It's www. That is spelled D U C K I E L, and then the word orange. You don't need to put the little apostrophe in. No, that doesn't work on the internet, Ah, unfortunately, when you're putting in a web address. Okay. Um, So you can always go to my website or just uh, look me up on Facebook or Instagram, and there's a list of everything updated pretty regularly Yes. So I hope to see you guys somewhere, fun, sometime soon.
0: Cool. Will do. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Knows of Wax Every Tuesday, nose of wax. Bye for now. Yeah, you can contact me at nose of wax, nose of wax at gmail.com. Oh, thanks for coming by here. Hope oh, okay. it's
1: slightly on your way. I guess if it doesn't run out of battery, no, it's got one. Oh, I should be fine. Went. Maybe Toby's got the gadgets if he did run out of battery. Oh, now area. it's two. It's oh, of- I don't
0: know. It had one bar and now it has two. Seems Whatever. like a good <laughs> Yeah. It's better than the other way around. So i put it... Oh, here. Yeah. Great. And... I love this jumper on you. Yeah, it was Shiraz. Yeah, it's really nice. Yep, yeah. And... um. But what do you see with this? The scream. Sc- this scream, yeah. Some. She told me a lot of people saw ice cream. And, oh, and yeah. that tells a lot about personality, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it does. And uh, yeah, she was one of the things she, she was getting rid of, and I was like, I really want it.